0: This is Subnet from Relay FM. My name is Jason Snell, and these are three technology stories you need to know. A report by CNBC may have clarified a little bit about Apple's move into subscription video. A little more than a year ago, Apple hired two former Sony Entertainment executives and gave them a budget that's reportedly more than a billion dollars to start making deals for new TV series. The entertainment industry trades have detailed well over a dozen deals they've made so far. The real question is, where are these shows going to go? We still don't know the answer, but the CNBC report restates information Bloomberg reported back in May that Apple intends to follow the playbook that Amazon has used with its Prime Video Channels product, which sells subscriptions from other providers within its app. In Apple's case, this would be the company's TV app, which it moved to the center of its video playback experience on iOS and Apple TV a couple of years ago. What's new in the CNBC report is Apple's intention to launch this strategy of selling other services within its TV app early next year, and CNBC says it will also throw in some of the shows it's currently developing for free for users of the TV app. In the long run, CNBC noted, Apple still plans on creating its own subscription video streaming service, but in the near term, it will debut some of its content for free inside the TV app while also selling subscriptions to other services there. Reuters reported that Amazon had to scrap a tool that filtered the resumes of job applicants. The tool used artificial intelligence techniques to rate candidates from one to five stars, just like an Amazon product, with a goal to filter out the worst applicants and only send along the best. Sounds great, but the machine learning techniques were trained based on Amazon's hiring patterns over a 10-year period, and that was the problem. It turns out that Amazon, like many companies in the tech industry, tended to have applicants and hires biased toward men and away from women. The program learned this and began systematically penalizing resumes that mentioned women's organizations, clubs, and even educational institutions. This is the latest example of how our tech industry, which is increasingly reliant on machine learning techniques, is discovering that if you train those programs with biased data, you will get a biased result. As the saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. In 2011, the space shuttle took off from Florida for the last time. And since then, no humans have left the Earth via a launch on American soil. That looks to change next year with both SpaceX and Boeing readying commercial missions that will take NASA astronauts to the International Space Station. In the meantime, though, NASA's quest for its own next generation crewed rocket continues to be delayed and cost more and more. NASA's Inspector General released a report on Wednesday about the status of the Space Launch System, or SLS. It's not great. The rocket will cost billions of dollars more than expected and won't be ready to fly by its current target date of June 2020. In practical terms, critics argue, the SLS doesn't need to exist because there are comparable, less expensive rockets in development that NASA could use instead. NASA's response is that the SLS will be the most powerful rocket in the world, but it's unclear if NASA really needs that power, and that power will only come when a second version of the SLS arrives at least four years after the first version finally flies. So, Why does the SLS still exist? The real answer is that it has very strong backing in the U.S. Congress. A huge amount of SLS development takes place in Huntsville, Alabama. And Alabama Senator Richard Shelby is not about to cut SLS funding. And Alabama is not the only place that benefits from the SLS. Many jobs supporting SLS are spread throughout the United States, making many members of Congress big supporters of the project. So it may not matter if NASA needs the SLS or how much it costs or how late it arrives. It's getting a big rocket. Eventually. For additional coverages of these stories and many more, search for Relay FM in your podcast player, and you can hear me on the Liftoff podcast right here on Relay FM.